we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Hey. Your voice crack a little bit, bro. Hey, man. It's early in the morning, bro. Your voice crack a little bit. Sometimes, that, that. sometimes that Invisalign get in the way. Mm. You know, sometimes you smell your own breath a little bit. Okay. Oh, back mm-hmm. up. I just brushed. Okay. All right. Flawless. No, Portia Williams is here, our co-host for today. Big P. Yes. Hello. I'm sad a little bit. Why? Because this is my last day. Oh, yeah. For now. Yeah, for now. Uh, You'll be back. And she, I think she rocked the longest, right? Did I? Mm, yeah. I was here. No, no, no. Ray J was here for this. Oh, Ray J was here for it. Ray J was here for it. I'm the first female. Yes, you are. First yeah. female. Yes, yes I'm going to take that oh, right Jess there. Hmm? Jess was here for three days? Jess was here three days. I think Jess was here four, too. She no, was here Jess four? was here three. Okay. Jess was here three. All Jason right. Lee, I think, did four. Jason Lee did four, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. But well, I'm going to take my female title for four. There you go. <laughs> Big P is here. And you went out yesterday. I did. I went to the MJ musical, and it was crazy. You loved it. Yeah, Charlamagne had told me about it, Man. and it just kept building. Like, it mm-hmm. had so many levels to it, and everybody who sang was, like, 
the ultimate level of talent. Really? The dancing, all of it, the energy, all of it. Like, mm. we was literally in the audience partying. Really? Yes. I bought, my, t- so I bought my parents tickets for Christmas, and they loved it. They had such an amazing time. Now, I'm going to go back yeah. and see it. Like, you know, uh, you didn't get to see Miles Frost, though. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was an Udrum study. I'm trying to figure out what his name was. I cannot find it anywhere online. But, but he still killed it. What? Yeah. Like, if I told my husband, because he flew in to come with me last night, I said, if the understudy is this, I can't even imagine what Miles, Miles is. Oh, man. Yeah. Miles, Miles got like a 56-inch vertical leap. What? Easily. Wow. I mean, okay, I don't out. remember seeing this man leap last night at all. <laughs> so that's what I was looking for, because you kept telling me he was jumping like a frog. I'm jumping out the gym, I'm telling you. Didn't see it, but yeah, it was it was insane. So Dope. kudos to y'all. Y'all killed it. Thank you so much for putting it on that type of show. I'm going to go big, see it next week. Big Simon came in? He came yes, in he flew in just to go to the Aww. show with me last night. How oh, sweet come up here. Y'all, don't, y'all don't see this smile today? I love it. Hubby came. You got, got, some, you got some last night? You should have yeah. pulled, pulled, pulled Hubby in this morning. I got all the he heard, he heard you on here talking about Nigerians don't eat booty like yesterday. <laughs> he was like, that's what it was. So let me prove my point. <laughs> that's what that was. Ten toes down. <laughs> well, Cheryl Underwood and Akbar Agudu-Yablah will be joining us this wow, morning. Wow, that's disrespectful. Say his last name. Say his last name. I wouldn't attempt it, but that's disrespectful to try to do that man name like that. That's a proud African brother. <laughs> his last name is G-B-A-J-A-B-I-A-M-I-L-A. Okay. That is disrespectful, bro. Say, so say it. Try you, say, it. you sound like you're reading the eye chart at the doctor's. <laughs> well, like they'll be doing. joining us this morning. All right, and we got front page news next. Of course, our sister Angela Rye will be holding us down. Let's start the show with some positivity. Yes. Yeah, turn it up some. Hey. Turn it up some more. Oh. Big Jill Scott. That's right. Come on now. It's my wife's hey. favorite artist, her and Erica Badu. Love her. You already know. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Stay with us. Porsche Williams is here, y'all. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Porsche Williams, our guest host, and it's time for front page news. Good morning, Ms. Ra. Good morning, everybody. Good We're gonna start with our Women's History Month newsmaker. She is State Representative Ruth Richardson, who led on the passage of a bill that would create an office of missing and murdered African American women. Women. Representative Richardson serves in the Minnesota House of Representatives. This new bill was born out of another piece of legislation introduced by Representative Richardson last year that stood up a task force to review causes of violence against black women and girls. The task force found, among other alarming statistics, that black women are three times as likely as white women to be murdered in Minnesota, despite making up only 7% of the state's population. Sisters like her make the need for us to vote so clear. Thank you for doing the work, Representative Richardson. Dropping the clues box for Ruth Richardson. And speaking of bombs, shots fired, Sean Kemp, say it ain't so. Y'all know I put on for my city and definitely for my Sonics, but this one cannot be explained. Former Seattle Sonic and six-time NBA All-Star, Sean Kemp was arrested in the Tacoma Mall parking lot and subsequently booked in Pierce County Jail yesterday on a felony drive-by shooting charge. Damn. I'm just trying to figure out why he was even in Tacoma when his new weed shop is in Belltown and not far from where he used to play at what was Key Arena. The investigation is ongoing, so it's not necessarily him yet. I'm praying for the best, and I'm hoping they got the wrong guy. Yeah, I got to hit both sides. Now, well, they said, uh, I, I was looking at the story earlier, they said allegedly... Uh, Somebody stole some property of his, and he okay. was trying to get it back. And the guy pulled out a gun, and allegedly he returned fire. 
He's saying it's self-defense. He, then he threw the gun in the bushes and took off. And of course, people seen him throw the gun in the bushes. So when cops pulled him over, they pointed at the bushes. Well, that's what looks. That was what well, make it sketchy, even, right? Is that a is that a drive-by? I thought a drive-by was when people are like chilling and you drive by and shoot and keep going. Yeah, yeah. That, that is that is mm -hmm. that is. Yeah, that's done like gun battle. That's what makes it sound sketchy, though. If it's self-defense, mm -hmm. why throw your gun away? You know what I mean? That is true. Now, mm -hmm. Here's the other thing. I don't know about y'all, but uh, there's a place in Seattle that we don't really go to, and it's 20 minutes away in Tacoma. I don't understand why he was doing that. I don't understand why he was allegedly in this mall parking lot. That mall is poo. And the other thing I don't understand is doing Your phone went out. You, you got so mad bit. we didn't even hear you. What you yeah. like? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You say that there's a, a mall that nobody goes and to. What was he doing in Tacoma? Mm. Damn, fifty-three. Is Tacoma that bad? It's yeah, like, but like you're not you're not advocating for Tacoma this yeah. morning. You I don't. I never advocate for the two five three. I advocate for the two oh six. But we can move on to another case. <laughs> you dropping Tacoma tourism. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, we're going to stay in crime, sadly. There's an update on the case involving the 17 Memphis Fire and Police personnel charged in connection with the deadly beating of Tyree Nichols. You all know we talked about this yesterday morning. I said the city was slated to release 20 hours of video and audio associated with that January 20 or January 7th deadly incident. There's some bad news here. Shelby County Criminal Court Judge James Jones Jr. signed a court order blocking that release yesterday by signing this a court order. He ruled the five former Memphis officers charged in Tyree's death have to see the video first. Why? Separately, the, the Department of Justice announced yesterday that it will review policies and practices of the Memphis Police Department's use of force, de-escalation, and specialized units. That feel like, let me let them look at this so they can come up with a better lie. Right? You know, that's what that feel like. When you have a case that involves um, that amount of uh, conspiracy, mm -hmm. you do not want to block the public from seeing this. Remember how mm -hmm. long it took for them to even charge those officers. That's right. Mm -hmm. They were a part of a special special unit. The same woman who now oversees this department oversaw the Atlanta police force. This is a problem. It's why there's con there's continues to be a distrust of the police. Damn. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, speaking of DOJ, do we have more time? No, we got to do it next hour. No. Okay. Well, speaking of DOJ, we will talk about it next hour. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your front page news. And Miss Rye, we'll see you next hour. Get it off okay. your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open now. The room. Let me ask you a question. So the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th, right? Notorious B.I.G. passed away today. You see my T-shirt? Come on now. Right. Representing. You see my T-shirt? Mm -hmm. Now, his family once said that they don't like to represent his death. They like to represent his birthday. His birthday. That's what D-Rock says. So Who do we not play any music today just to celebrate uh, his life? I, I think we should. You can still celebrate both. You that's, know what I mean? That sounds like a family thing. And we're the fans. So yeah. I think we should definitely play okay. his music yeah. today. Uh, yeah. It's still a celebration of life regardless. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? All right. So we're going to play. So, so pull up some B.I.G. Right? We're going to play some B.I.G. all morning long. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get it off your chest. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, Dizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Hello, who's this? Good morning, DJ Envy. This is Joe. Good morning, Joe. Get it off your chest. Yo, first and foremost, I think the video, yeah, they need to overlook it again before they release it to the public. And I think it's weird that they have to overlook it by the same people that started that 
passport. That's strange. Yeah, but why let the cop? Why let the cops see it before they let the general public see it? That's how that, that just sounds strange. And I and I also want to give a big shout out to my homegirl in Harlem, broke ass female on TikTok. She's going viral. Big hands for her. Charlamagne, tap one of her videos, view it. You're gonna like it. Shout out to the sister. Why she so broke? You ask her that question, all right? I'll tell her to make a video asking that question. Why she so broke? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I'm not in a truck. I hopped out of the truck. India was trying to blow the horn. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He's dying to blow you, Envy. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What you say? What's going on? Run to the truck now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Come on. Blow the horn. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Have a there good one. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, the truck driver. So, you know, when I was a kid, you know, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why was that so exciting? I don't know. As a kid, you just loved it, right? Now it's just flirting. Yo, shut up, man. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's me, Day. And y'all always work. Good morning, me, Day. What's the matter? You sound so upset. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm Nigerian. And, follow me, you said something. I got to refute. What? That y'all don't eat bunky? We do. We did not create that. That is a white people's story. <laughs> never created that. Thank you. Nice young man, stand up. Nice young man. Yes. Also, hey, Portia, uh -huh. you was more offended about booty eating than girls doing city girl stuff, and that was wild. You said I was doing what? You were more offended by eating booty than city girl stuff. Because eating bunky and peeing is two different things. That's not. You're not talking about peeing. <laughs> that's not okay. But what he was offended about with the city girl was the peeing part. He couldn't leave that alone. He didn't care how long the body count was. <laughs> it was just the fact that somebody had been sprinkled. That's what he cared about. Hey, if you like to get sprinkled on, you like to get sprinkled on. But you know. Well, me day. Portia came in here happy, so I'm sure it might, it might have been some bunky eating last night. That's she came right. in here super duper happy, <laughs> dancing on her way in and all that. Fifth. Her husband okay. was treating that bunky like Joel of Rice last night. <laughs> I came here like an angel Man, and all white. <laughs> all right, uh, me day. How you say your real name, me day? Uh, Olabi day. Olabi day. Okay, uh, it popped up oh, in Call like ID. Oh, the famous Nigerian uh, singer. Okay. Word up. Hey, but I have a good day though. Yes, you sir. Too. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, 
a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad. All right, get it off your chest, bro. Whatever, man. <laughs> hey, look, people got to realize social media is a fake world. You got to be yourself. Get off of social media for like a week. You'll know who you are. I agree. All right. That is so true. All right, hit, let's have a good one. Where you from? Detroit Eastside. Oh, okay. What, what up, up, though? All right, brother. Have a good what one. What up, though? Yes, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 now. We got rumors on the way, Portia? Yes, we absolutely do. We're going to talk about Blueface's mom, who has basically compared her new man's penis to her son's penis. That's kind of wild. Wild. That is really out. wild. I need yeah. to hear both sides. Exactly. It's coming. No pun intended. Hey, yo. No pun intended. <laughs> hey, which one? Which one, Portia? Oh Jesus. <laughs> All right. Rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Portia Williams here, our co-host. And let's get to the rumors. This is the rumor report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatting uh, gossiping. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. On the Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my biz. I know hers. All right, so let's kick this off with John Moran. Everybody knows that he was on Instagram Live holding a gun mm-hmm. and in the club in Denver. So mm-hmm. although the NBA investigated him, Colorado police have decided not, okay, not to place any criminal charges against him, which that's good news. That we is can, a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's a great thing. That, I feel like that's really good news. Well, it's an open carry state, so he could have a weapon, but... uh. I guess they were trying to see if he was actually carrying that weapon on the team bus, on a team plane, around the team. But I'm glad he's not getting charged with anything. Yeah, but John just has to understand who he is. You Correct. know what I'm saying? And, you know, he just has to make better choices moving forward. Because he's, what, 23, 24 years old, and he got a long future ahead of him yeah. and a lot more money to make. And there's a lot of things that he's doing that could uh, impede his progress. Yeah, I seen and that's Fat, an understatement. I seen Fat Joe on his show yesterday uh, was saying that uh, his dad needs to do more. His dad is at every game. And sometimes the dad might just have to put his arm around him and be like, look, little boy. You well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't speak for what his dad does. His dad got him to this point. His dad used to be a semi-pro you know, basketball player. Yes. His dad clearly raised him to beat John Morant. So I can't say what his dad is or isn't doing. Like so that, it's time that. for him to take accountability for himself. Absolutely. Now, this is what he recently said. He said that he wants to spend some time away from the team mm-hmm. to get help and work on learning mm-hmm. better methods of dealing with stress and his overall well-being. So... Mm. And we all know as parents, eventually your kid gets grown and does what they want to do, regardless. All you can do is guide them. That's it. You can't live their life for them. Yeah, that's not. I don't. I salute to Fat Joe, but that's not fair to say. You know, to to about about his father. Because we don't know what what his father's doing in his life. The thing I worry about with Ja is the way he's living. Somebody gonna try him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're walking around with guns and your crew is allegedly pointing laser pointers at people, mm-hmm. somebody gonna eventually, you know, test that gangster. And you don't want that. And you clearly don't have the right team. You're going to be the one to take the fall. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's move on to this crazy story. So Blueface's mom addresses accusations that she is sleeping with her son. So I don't know if y'all are familiar with this story, but her name is Carlisa, and Mm -hmm. she is like known to always be commenting on his relationships constantly. And that's his mom mom or stepmom? No, this is real mom. Okay. And so, you know, kind of like how Tokyo with Black China, Mm -hmm. they pop online and they just have comments. Okay. So they read the comments, they respond online always. Mm -hmm. And recently, Krishan, his his new girlfriend, Blue's new girlfriend, um, she posted this video where she was like showing her bread, her her, um, belly, she's Mm -hmm. supposed to be pregnant Mm -hmm. or she is pregnant. And the mom went online talking about um, that looked like a six month old belly. You supposed to we only found out two months ago, like basically claiming that Krishan is lying about being pregnant Mm -hmm. and she wants to see an ultrasound to, you know, see if this is really true. So Mm -hmm. people online are saying you're so obsessed with your son. Do you want to sleep with your son? Mm. So she decides to respond and address that accusation with this. I don't mind if y'all say stay out his business. I don't mind if you say weird stuff. Just don't be saying the stuff about I want to sleep with him. That's just going too far, okay? I got my own over here, and it's bigger than my son. Okay? Hmm? So we're going to get that all cleared up. And if y'all need me to post that D <laughs> so that y'all know what I'm working with over here, you know I ain't got a problem with it. <laughs> I will go home and get it up for you right now and post you a nice little pic. 
This is awkward. I, I can't I can't relate in no <laughs> kind of way. This okay. Is it, okay, so I Okay. So I'm definitely not taking up for the woman. I don't think she means she has literally seen her son's adult penis. She's seen it when it was little, but I don't think she's really referring to it. I think she was trying to say like Which isn't fair to blue face. Getaway, she was trying to say, I don't need him because I got mine. That that's not fair to Blueface either. What you mean? Because if you compare my little adolescent penis to your man's <laughs> grown penis, that ain't fair. That's all you got out of this? I'm just saying. That's all you got out of this. <laughs> He really wants it to be accurate. <laughs> That's all you got out of this. I'm just saying that it's not fair, Mom. If you're going to get online and say stuff like that, like tell people to, you know, the whole story. No, because I don't need her either to say that her son's penis is big or small. That is true. Why is she coming to on his penis at home? She got to be trolling though, right? She, she, she got to know that like that was going to garner her attention because there's no way she's really thinking about her son's adult penis. I as, hope not. As you said, she be online a lot, right? So she, she got to be trolling. She be online. I don't think she's trolling. I, I think not. she's dead serious. I think this no is way. a situation where these people live like this and now we are seeing them because we have online. And then what about the guy? You just going to post my penis online? I'm, I'm just a part of this now? But um, but she that's did say after that's she get it ready though. Hmm? So at least she said she's gonna show it yeah. after it's ready. She said I'm gonna go get it up first. Ain't that weird? It just amazes me how people are so quick to try to prove things to a bunch of strangers they have never met in their life right. on social media. Right? Like why? <laughs> you gonna take a picture of your man's penis and put it online to prove it to who? That I'm blue face. I'm gonna feel like you talking about my penis is small now. Now I feel the way. And now blue face got to respond and show his penis. It yeah. Well, it depends. If mom ain't seen my penis since I was. Like eight. So now you nine. gotta show her so she can speak no. with proper facts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. If you're gonna be out here giving defects, yeah. this is my defect, <laughs> mom. Let me show you. Mom. I'm grown. I'm not. I'm not a little boy no more, mom. I'm grown. This is weird. Yeah, it's too, it's too much, but it is what it is. Y'all know they got that reality show, and Krishan is on there with Blue, and they, you know, they go back and forth, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that because she's pregnant, it could change. How she is. Just kind of some of the toxicity that people are seeing. This is what she had to say. Do you think motherhood is going to change you, Krishan? Change what? I don't know. Like, what the f***? I'm nothing. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. You are like you hope so. I'm fine. You need to change. I mean, I didn't say that. I just said, do you think, I mean, fatherhood, motherhood changes people. So, you know. so what do you need to change you about? Me, uh, start planning for the future a little bit more than I used to. Mm. What you talking to? I guess somebody was interviewing her. That was Blue. Someone was interviewing her and Blue. Was that Blue Lake Cap? I don't know if that was Blue Lake Cap. But, um, I mean, yeah, motherhood is absolutely going to change her. She doesn't know that yet. Yeah. She doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Blue seems like he's over it. I ain't going to lie. Just the way he answers, he just seems like, look, I'm just here for this check right now. Motherhood changed change you, right? And motherhood absolutely yeah, changed mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's impossible. It's going to change her. I think that she doesn't like people saying it because she doesn't like people talking about her drinking, mm-hmm. you know, her fighting or, mm-hmm. you know, how her relationship is. But it will absolutely change her for the good. She mm-hmm. doesn't really know that yet, but. I don't watch the show. She's not drinking now, though, right? I don't know. I don't know if she's drinking now or not. I didn't, do y'all yeah. know? She is. Okay. Well, Somebody in the studio here said that she is. I, I, I don't know because I don't watch the show. What do y'all watch the show at? What does it come on? It's on Zeus. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on Zeus Network. And she's also on Baddies West, right? Baddies West? Yeah, so she's on there too. But I don't know. It's just a crazy situation. She's so young. She's yeah. beautiful. You know, she used to be a real athlete. I see in track star. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. So I, 
I just wish for the better for them. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, Angela Rye will be holding down front page news. So don't move, all right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host, Portia Williams, is here. And it's time for front page news. Ms. Rye, you back? I am back. Uh, hey, everybody. So... The Department of Justice just yesterday announced that it will review policies and practices of the Memphis Police Department's use of force, de-escalation, and specialized units. As you all know, there was a deadly incident on January 7th involving a 29-year-old Tyree Nichols. As a result of that death, the Department of Justice is going forward into looking at the police's practices. Um, Speaking of DOJ, Yesterday, the Department of Justice released the findings of its investigation into the Louisville Police Department, which was responsible for the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. DOJ concluded in an 86-page report, the department has a pattern of excessive force, constitutional violations, unnecessarily violent and racist officers, and failures to properly investigate sexual and domestic violence. According to the Washington Post, findings include Louisville police use force unnecessarily, unnecessarily escalate encounters, black people disproportionately bear the burden of the way in which the police interact with the um, community. And I think my overall question here is, are we surprised? No, not, not at, at all. all. Mm-hmm. But but what's going to be done? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once we all this information is on the table, what's the next steps to make sure that these things change? Yeah, yeah. because it feels and like we already knew this already. Absolutely. That's why we're in this space. Well, Portia, it's so important to hear your voice on this. I know how active you were around Breonna Taylor's death and the protests that ensued. So thank you for speaking up. We know that there's power in protests. There's power in the polls and there's power in policy changes. And so hopefully as a result of these investigative reports that are coming out of the Department of Justice now, we'll see a shift. Portia got locked up. Portia got arrested out there. I I, I definitely did. But, you know, turning protests into policy is is very difficult. But what it takes is for the public to have this information, even though Mm -hmm. we already knew it. Mm -hmm. They're acknowledging it. And now we need to go to the polls and get the right people in power to make change. So. Mm It's, it's time. And y'all know it's not an easy feat in Kentucky, but At I feel all. like I'm saying that every day now, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, in other news, let's talk about the environment. There's a New Zealand study that says for each person on the planet, we are responsible for 21,000 pieces of plastic in the ocean per person. There's an estimated 171 trillion plastic particles in the world's ocean. The study found that if gathered, the plastic particles would weigh nearly 2.3 million tons and found a rapid increase in ocean plastic pollution since 2005. Only 9% of plastics used globally are recycled and there has been a substantial increase in single-use plastics. I'm guilty of this, you guys. The study is encouraging policy-based action to prevent an even larger increase in what is being dubbed plastic smog by 2040. The United Nations has already agreed to create a a global plastics treaty by 2024. We know this needs to be addressed from a policy perspective and politically, but what can we do today, you guys, to decrease our carbon footprint? Disappear, vanish from the planet. 
because humans are the virus that is ruining the earth. Everything we well, you're do. You're feeling positive today. It's just the about truth, what? though. Mm-hmm. Every everything we do ruins the planet. Driving, flying, yeah. the clothes we wear, the food we eat. We are terrible to this environment. We, so, we, God, God put us here and gave us a, a beautiful planet that has everything we need in order to survive, and we found a way to f it up. We're gonna ruin it for the next generation. We did already. What Let's, about okay? What about if we start using more glass? Like we're not even supposed to be using plastic mm-hmm. bottles anyway. So you know, like yeah. glass Tupperware, glass water. Bottles. But then y'all don't want to wash dishes. I definitely don't. <laughs> see what I'm saying? See what I mean? What a house yeah. full of kids. No. I mean, they're, they're turning cars to electric, so electric is, is a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they say. They say in the plane. No, it's not actually. The lithium batteries are a problem there, and I'm eager to see what they say next. Portia, to your point, this is a plant, a sustainable source water in a plant-based carton. There we so go. I'm trying to do that, and I'm trying to do the glass bottles, sis, but that's hard. I'm going to do my work okay, on well, it. Okay, see, I can do those for the kids, do the glass bottles for me. And, the, and then even people talk about electric cars. You still got to make the electric cars. These electric cars are made in these factories. What happens at these factories? You see the smoke billowing from these factories going off into the atmosphere. There's nothing we can do to fix the earth except disappear. Well, where you want us to disappear yeah, to? Like that? Listen, listen. Stop disappearing. We don't, we don't have right, to. We don't have to worry about that. The Earth gonna reset itself. We, the Earth gonna get rid of us. They've done it. It's, it's happened before. You're bringing in a rapture. Before <laughs> I'm time. trying to tell you <laughs> it's the truth. I didn't even hear from Envy, and we out of time. Envy, I hope you got some better ideas besides killing us off. I mean, but y'all, you all, y'all scaring me. I tell you one more. Stop you. I tell you one more. Stop using straws and sniff cocaine. Go back to dollar bills what? or use your fingers. Like they used oh, to do in the 80s. That's, 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 that's why God gave you a pinky. Really <laughs> population control oh copy over here. Anyway, Envy, as wow. crazy as that was. Population control copy. Yeah. Thank you, Miss yeah. Angela, yeah. Angela Ryan. How can people yeah. find yeah. you? Yeah. If yeah. they want to find you, how can they find you? Apparently, not long on earth, but on social media, at Angela Rye on Instagram and at Angela underscore Rye on Twitter and TikTok for as long as we have TikTok. All right. Thank you so much. God bless. Now, when we come back, uh, Akbar and Cheryl Underwood will be joining us. That's uh, a damn shame you won't say that man. You last say his name. last name. I won't even attempt it. <laughs> you say his last name. Nope. Hey. <laughs> it's, don't come to me because I'm Nigerian. It's Gaba Jababa Vamila. Uh-uh. Not wow. even. Ooh. It's got Jeep. You know what? Forget let it. Let me look at it because I am Nigerian. Okay. Let me see. Like you're trying to cast a spell on the room. Let me yeah, see. Let me see. Okay. Go. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Where is that? Hold on. Get. <clears throat> it is. Gajaba Bila Mila. Uh huh. Gajaba Bila Mila. Just because you try to say it nice and soft. Gajaba Bila Mila. Ah, Gajaba Bila Mila. Now, when he come in here, we're going to see who right. All right. Agbal, Cheryl Underwood, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Portia Williams here. Yeah, she'll be back. Oh, there she go. There go Portia. There go Portia. Ah! Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Cheryl Underwood yeah. and Akbar. Yeah. I cannot pronounce your last name. Baza I'm not gonna try. Baza Biamilla. Who said Cheryl? no better? Baza Biamilla. Man, Cheryl, you look good. You done swim down. Joe. Listen to me. I had to uh, focus on my health. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Dr. Zoe Morell. Shout out to Metamuso. Shout out to everybody. I'm going to try to talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. Weight management. They talk to you about weight management as if it's some compulsion or willpower issue. But some people need medical intervention. But praise mm-hmm. God. Uh, diabetes almost gone. Wow. Yeah. wow. High That's blood good. pressure almost gone. Yeah, high Dr. cholesterol too? Absolutely. Okay. But uh, lab work. 
Nice. Wow. Not make you want to move, make you want to eat better. Then mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with Akbar to go to the gym on the lot every morning. <laughs> wow. Every okay. morning. Yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to hang, but I'm trying to get this body right here so I can get them carrots. Yeah. No, you know, the, not just carrots to eat, carrots to wear. The first, the first thing she I, said I when she walked in there was, who, 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 who trying to get that? Who yeah. trying to get that dough? Okay, tell, yeah. you tell because so you showed me. I was me. the one who brought it to her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I you check say? you guys out all the time, and I saw Drewski on here mm-hmm. talking about, you. y'all asked him who's Who's got the best backside in the biz? And he was like, man, Cheryl, y'all had to work. Like, Cheryl Underwood? Like, yeah. And then, well, first, and then, didn't he say brown skin or something? And I was describing you. Right. And, and then, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but I was like, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? He, he talking about some more. He talking about, you know, because these are all my yeah. colleagues yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. So by the time he got to my name in the clip, yeah. I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then he went into more talking about, you know, what he would do. And Ooh, with it. Listen, and I was just he like, trying oh, to come, He trying to come get babysat by Grandmama? <laughs> he said he would eat Bunky or something. He said he eat the Bunky and all that. Oh, so he, what do he want? He want a pony? What do he want? A tricycle? <laughs> what are he, he trying to get? Um, would you How date, old is he? Would you date a younger man? I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, but I'm not putting in all that work. He going to have to bring somebody with him. I'm not doing that. I'm going to tag out. Okay, I'm here making these sandwiches for you young you people. He's 28. Yeah. He's 28. 28. 28. He's 28. Oh, hey. oh, that's a young. I got a job. I got to go to work at the talk every day. I can't be doing that. <laughs> I be late for the show all the time because he done put the sleeper hold up. You know how young boys are then? Mm-mm. All they do is play PlayStation, mm-hmm. eat cereal, and snack on people. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm late for work. What time is it? Yeah. Yeah. And always the first one there. I mean, between, I mean, we're always racing between who's the first one on the yeah. lot. Because you yeah. know why. Yo, I mean, why? Yeah, why? Because we got to oh, be there. Oh, oh, <laughs> But wait a minute, wouldn't it be wild if we did get together and you saw him driving my car and all up on the lot, then we going on tour together and uh, he's a comedian too. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make this money. I'll wait, I'll wait. Well Portia said any man that eat bunky isn't eligible to get married. No, he's not. What? He's saying that a man can be eating bunky and approach you and say he wanna be with you and you're supposed to kiss him in the mouth and marry him. And I said no. Okay, I would like to rebut that. Um, <laughs> I I think if someone is a giver, mm-hmm. then you should be able to have a embrace, a kiss. If he, but what if he is a known bunky eater? Well, you not just like oh, okay, how special. Okay. My, so I, did, that- I did my ex-wife. I did my baby mama. Oh, He's I'm like, not going after like her. Do. You can't come kiss me after you done did that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's what she yeah. mean. That's what she I'm mean, saying. If, if, okay, let's say it was going down. Yeah. If we was having a Porsche party. Mm-hmm. And old boy was, and then he come back to me. No, nah, that ain't how that go, Playboy. Yeah. You can come to me. No, she, she don't even want her husband to eat her bunky. She no, does. no, no, I didn't say that. But, okay, if you ate bookie in the past and now you're in a new relationship, that's fine. A right? new monogamous? Yeah. Yes. Is there some dental care happening? Thank you. Thank you. Can we get some your teeth? Don't forget mouthwash. Yeah, and you need to. And I need you to get some new veneers because I don't know what's between them. And I need you to have your gastrointestinal work done. Thank you. All that? Yeah, you choking down perch and snapper and whiting and all kinds of you might have to do a COVID test, too. You better know it. <laughs> Let's talk about the talk. CBSPR back here having a fit. But wait a minute. But when y'all was talking about it, they was back there going, yo. They was like, why? Get the shot. Get the shot. They was like, they was like, okay. My phone was like, okay. 
Now, Cheryl, you're the longest running co-host. Yeah, you know it. So do you feel like pressure to guide like the newbies? No. You okay. know what? Uh, Jerry O'Connell, Akbar, I had two dudes on the show. Mm-hmm. We got that dude discussion. You mm-hmm. know, we have uh, Dion came on. We yeah. had a lot of guests and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a good energy. Then we got Natalie Morales. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have a Latina on your panel. You don't have one leading and moderating your panel. Mm-hmm. So we always making history Very over diverse. at the talk. Diversity has mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. been at the talk table. Then we got Amanda Clue. Let me tell you something. Don't say nothing. That girl bad. Mm-hmm. That girl legs. Man, if I was that tall, I'd be using it. I would say you do lead. I mean, I think you're you're like you, you don't have to say much to you don't have to say much to lead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like your presence, what you bring to the table. You see, I stop talking when you yeah, start yeah, talking. Yeah. So I'm not really leading. No, but no, you I put really that Nigerian like, American voice on me. I was like, yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's kind of like being in the locker room and you got that veteran presence in the locker room. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, when I walked into the locker room, there was Jerry Rice. He didn't have to say I'm the leader. You just right. You yeah, know, you know, so you do. You know what I mean? You just, like you just carry. You got Did that. You have that cameraman? Did yeah, you get that? Yeah. Uh, send it back there so we can play it uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I am the leader. Unofficially. <laughs> I like to be the anchor and being the old head, remembering all the great guests that mm-hmm. we had and still have. You know, the talk is a great place to come because we're we going to talk about it and be about it. So I like being the old head. I like yeah. being old school. And I like uh, that God had put me in a position to be settled enough that whatever comes mm-hmm. out of people's mouth mm-hmm. is cool in the game. Gotcha. All right, we got more with Akbar and Cheryl Underwood. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Portia Williams, here. And we're still kicking it with Akbar and Cheryl Underwood. Portia? You you are a comedian. Yes. And you've been doing this forever. Yes. So you come from the era where you can say what you want to say. People weren't yeah. as sensitive. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we got to talk about Chris Rock. Chris Rock. How do you feel about his new special and what he had to say? And he is getting backlash, but how you feel? Well, I, I believe that first backlash is good because that means he did his thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't always yep. have to agree with the comic. Right. Just get, go on that experience. We know Chris from Big and Black, Bringing Pain, mm-hmm. everything. Never you know, scared. so he, he mm-hmm. never scared. Mm-hmm. He did what we needed him to do and he took the time he went around the country he polished the set yeah. I'm glad he didn't like just start talking about it off the riff right. you know yeah. and some of the topics only he could do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. he did what he was supposed to do I think he opened the door for Eddie to come back Ooh. he opened the door for Steve for everybody for all of us because mm. you live streaming all over the world right. so I can be in any comedy club and give me the bag give me open the briefcase like Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. And let's live stream this. Yeah. And let's bring comedy clubs back. Right. I, I'm not even worried about the language because what mm-hmm. they did was they live streamed a nightclub set. That's mm-hmm. right. That's mm-hmm. that's so that's the experience. So you know you weren't getting the beeps. They didn't edit no. the anything out. Right. right. I have know, said I, stuff. Yeah. I, I have said stuff. I've got caught in stuff. I know that if I get caught in something, I come to the street. I come to the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I come to Steve Hart. Mm-hmm. Come to anybody's show, and we clean it up for the right. culture. Right. But also, you know, you gonna get a little heat for certain things mm-hmm. and and he did what he did and he yeah. did it in Baltimore what did you guys mm. think of it I, th- I I gave him like a B minus B minus oh yeah because I, I felt like it was so long for it to come out it took a, a year for him to, to respond yeah, the polish you had to get right. it right. Right. Yeah. I know I know that's what comedians do but yeah. I felt like because it was so long 
he had to over deliver. And so, whereas the material was good, the material mm-hmm. wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was just like out of that whole set, it was seven minutes on Will Smith. And I think that's what everybody tuned in for. But I think Everyone that was the tuned- problem. I think having that expectation that I want to see Chris talk about Will made you uh, disregard all the other great stuff that mm. he said. That he, right. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it disregarded it. I mean, you can't, it was the elephant in the room. You had to acknowledge but we that. Know he was he the biggest. But didn't somebody yeah. do it? He had to the hour on it. And it's a, it's a mm-hmm. different experience. Yeah. I, I get mm-hmm. what you're saying, but to me, as a comic, I'm going to take all the time I need to polish the joke so That's when right. I get right. to the destination. But also, I'm, I'm this is a production. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. I was in the club, I could ad-lib, move jokes around, in, out, add words. But this is still a production that's being live-streamed. So I think what he did was amazing. The only Chris Rock could do it. Absolutely. And even teasing it throughout come. the special, that's he kept right. going like, yeah. I, don't want it. I don't need another Mad Rock. He was stringing your right. right. He was I want it more though. I want it to really because I think too Will Smith had already come out like I mean a couple of times already talking about it. So I wanted some of that response to it. But I mean, well, look, but I don't you appreciate that yeah. he had to make it a mic drop moment? Yeah, I you thought know, he it, made it, it a mic drop a, moment. It, it had to be a mic drop moment. And let me tell you this: that slap was personal. Yeah. All right, he's a comedian. He did get up there and he made it into Say a joke. Yeah. But if you are watching it, you felt one of them bitches land yeah. in a personal way. Yeah, no, so he I fought think back. He that was his way fighting back. He didn't even want to fall his. He didn't want to fall out of character with the other jokes, so he left it for the end. So yeah. in case he got a little emotional, it could be there. He could drop the damn I, mic and be done. I thought he dropped. I thought he dropped the mic because he messed up and so he ramped it up. If you go back and watch it again, he messed he up. Had he, to ra- he, he, he came, came back, he came he back, came back but he had to ramp true. it up and then had yeah, to end it with more that's anger. That's just to put an excellent, that's, that's how lie. I saw it. That's a live performance and a yeah. live mm-hmm. performance. You streaming a live performance. We mess up on the talk all the time right. reading yeah. the prompter right. and doing things so we don't get to come back into it. So he had to do what he had to do but here's here's my feeling of it. When he talked about when the situation happened with August Alcina he tried to reach out to him as a man because that was the dude that he looked up to and he didn't call him back so something's going on all in that dynamic Mm -hmm. but we all family Mm-hmm. If something was happening to me, I want y'all to reach out to me and mm-hmm. go, Cheryl, you good? Mm-hmm. We'll talk like y'all did. Mm-hmm. Everybody did. Because mm-hmm. we family. That's why I think Chris was so open to him when he walked toward him. He didn't think he was about to get slapped. Right. You know, but you, y'all men, y'all grown men. Yeah. Come on, man. You yeah. As big as you are, you going to yeah. let a dude cry yeah, well, man, without the baby powder? <laughs> 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 without the baby powder? He probably would have come that close. If that was your brother, like, you, you didn't you didn't think he would have did it. Like, if, if, if mm-hmm. I'm doing something, Charlemagne's walking up to me. I'm just thinking, that's Charlemagne. He going to say something right. Stupid on the mic. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, I got you. you know I got you. you. Right. And no, he's at the Oscars. He's yeah. on one of the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. stages ever. I don't give one. a damn what you think. When he got on that stage, he had no idea he was going to connect to his face. Yeah, well, right. you know, can I that. tell you what I want to have happen? And I think you can facilitate this. Or they can come on the talk on CBS and That's Paramount what they Plus. Um, I want them to squash it. Me I want them to shake hands. I want them to shake hands and squash it and go, my bad, your bad. And then squash it with Jada. Let's just squash it and then get on to making these I mean, bags. even now, if I'm Chris, I wouldn't talk to you either for a year because I got a special coming up. So I got to get this material That's right. You ain't going to step on this material. That's right. That's right. And you ain't going to catch us chopping it up and then That's they right. go, oh, they cool you, know, you know, Chris, do you think Chris would uh, resolve? Because the way it felt, 
it didn't feel like he would ever want to resolve it with I Will. think in time they will. Yeah. 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 Because you're older now, you're more mature. Yeah. Him, and you can do it right on the yeah. top. Even though he called him bitch like 19,000 times, called his wife that bitch. That was the only way he that's could fight emotion. back. That was his slapback. That was that's his slapback. Slap because that was the only way he could respond. That's club language. You know, it killed me when people get sensitive about it. Who you got to Sure, where you going? Let me ask you a question. One quick question. I want to say the real ended last year, right? The real ended last year. Yeah. Uh, the view is still going. I want to uh -huh. know what 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 separates the talk from shows that follow the same formula. Like, why is the talk still here? Um, we 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 don't have to. Uh, and don't. I'm not speaking about anybody else's show because mm -hmm. I love the view. I I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for Sherry Shepard helping me get in Joy's Comedy mm -hmm. Corner yes. and doing two political sets. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you see Cheryl Underwood, who's a nightclub performer, Def Comedy Jam, BET Comic View, now on a panel and being the longest running person on a panel on. CBS, right? Nobody would have expected that. Yeah. But that's because the door was open for me. Mm -hmm. Whoopi, Sherry, uh, Lonnie, everybody. So what separates the difference is um, we can talk about anything. We just don't have to be polarizing about it. Right. Mm. We can talk about male-female relationships. We can yeah. talk about sports, uh, uh, politics, what's going on in the day, entertainment. We mm -hmm. just don't have to get go that far with it. And I'd like to see us do some different things. And if the Lord let us stay on, then we will be doing things like that. But when you're talking about panel shows, look at how news has changed. Oh. There are more panels oh. and more banter. So yeah. when you want Good conversation. The destination is the talk. Yeah. They gotta go, guys. It's, it's, it's conversation over well, conversation. I was holding my purse because yeah. I thought I was about to get romanced, and since he's not here, I'll be leaving. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect you with Drewski. Akbar said it's con I conversation. Yeah, yeah. Film it, please. I'm going on a date. Billion dollar checks. How can I be down? When am I coming back? Nobody ever calls me and go, "Hey, girl, I need to talk to you in the break room. Let me get a billion dollars, Bill Gates. What's happening?" It never happens for me. Charlamagne, can you find me somebody? Drewski, I got yeah. you. Yeah, but what if that don't work out? It might work I out. I need somebody with money. It they might gotta go. They gotta go. Hey, Akbar, 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 Nigerian. Do Nigerian mini uh, <laughs> of course, I'm, man. We're Nigerians. Where your man from? No, Portia. I'm not Nigerian. Where you get in? My where your man from? <laughs> my man is from Nigeria. He is a Benin. He's man? from the Benin, the Kingdom of Benin. Oh, okay. The kingdom. Oh, okay, he's Nigerian, huh? Yes, my people from okay. Ghana. Yeah. And I am Yoruba. You're, I'm Yoruba. Uh, uh, what do you oh, know? Uh, uh, Bali. Oh, my uh, brother. Oh, y'all hey, hey, stole Yoruba? Joe Lockwood <laughs> from the Ghanaian people. Just don't you bring that nonsense here. You better not bring that nonsense here. It is Angelo Price. Everyone knows Angelo Price. I don't know what it's got. Akbar, Cheryl Underwood, thank you for joining us. I know y'all gotta go. Watch the talk on CBS. Mr. Breakfast. Jalo Price for breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We got our guest host, Portia Williams, here. Good morning. Salute to you, Portia. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's been grabbing having tickets uh, to the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival mm -hmm. that's happening April 22nd in Atlanta at Pullman Yards, man. Some of your favorite podcasts like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Big Facts Podcast, just to name a few, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious, man. You can go get your tickets at uh, Eventbrite. 
Yes. You know, or you can go it's to Black re- huh? Reasonably Shady, are they going to be there? Reasonably Shady, yes. definitely going to be yes. there. Giselle and Robin, mm-hmm. definitely going to be there. They'll be there live. There'll be food. There'll be music. Uh, all types of stuff, man. So go to Eventbrite to get your tickets. And for more information, go to blackeffect.com. Me and Louis V supposed to be doing some after parties. Louis so. V's providing the soundtrack. We got to set it this up. This is what y'all need to do. Y'all need to do an after party. Now, if y'all want me, if y'all want to get me at an after party, Hmm? <laughs> Just the kind of after party y'all got to do for okay, the Black Effect podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday, April 22nd. Correct. You know what else happens Saturday, April 22nd? What? what? Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Tank Davis. Oh, the fight. Super fights. Mm. I don't like how you dropped the bomb for that, but not the Black Effect podcast festival, right? <laughs> but super fights. <laughs> right, right. Super fights. So okay. Y'all want to see me out and about in the streets of Atlanta. You got to have a fight on. You got to have a fight on. Ah, we, can, we can work that out. Yeah, fight, have a fight on. We can work that out. Let have a fight me know because I'm coming to the Black Effect. Done. Okay, cool. And Porsche I'm coming to the after party. All right, I'm there so, too. So you know, you, I know you and the hubby got a lot of cars. You know, I do my car show, so. When is that? We're going to let you know the date, but I'm going to pull up and then we'll grab some of you and hubby cars. There we go. I see you got a Ferrari and Bentley Maybe I finally races. get to drive that one. Oh, you don't get to drive no, his cars? No, not the Ferrari. Do you want to? No, I don't. Okay. Mm-mm. My wife's no, the same too, way. She's like, I don't want to drive that. That's, my wife says the same know, thing. I have to admit how women drive on curves, so you know. Uh, what, what you mean? You hit curves? Sometimes. They hit me. Oh, the curves hit yeah, you? Yeah, I be minding my bitch. You be minding your bitch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, right. rich people. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease what we talking about when we come back. Well, we're going to talk about my good auntie, Monique. Honey, she says she is growing out of that open relationship with daddy. Really? Yeah. All right. We'll talk about it next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy, Portia Williams, our co-host is here. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatting uh, gossiping. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. On The Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. All right, so I'm super excited about this particular story. I love when people come up off of their talent and make mega millions. So Metro Boomin reportedly sells his portion of his catalog for a whopping $70 million. That's dope. I'm not mad at it. $70 million. Yesterday, Billboard reported that Metro Boomin sold a portion of his catalog to an L.A.-based investment firm called Shamrock Capital. Metro Boomin is known uh, for producing like, you know, Future, Young mm-hmm. Thug, ASAP Rocky. You know, he, his catalog also includes uh, Bad and Bougie, Jumpman, let's like everything, Bay, uh, Bank Account by 21 Savage. So super popular. Now he has a total of 99 entries on Billboard Hot 100 wow. with two number ones and 10 top Records. Now I understand why artists are selling their publishing. I guess what I'm still not clear on is why people why why are these people spending so much money on it? 
I understand why the artist is selling it, but I wonder what the people are spending so much money I on. I mean, when for. you own it, every time it's sampled, every time it's played on the radio, every time it's played on the streaming service, yeah, you get paid true. off of that. So yeah, I but the reason the artist is selling it is because they feel like they'll never see that money from their music anyway. So, or, will, so will the people that buy it? But that money then, but he's still who he is, so he can produce new music. But look, he made $70 million now. I'm with that. They're the ones have to promote it to get the extra stream. Mm -hmm. So they have to spend more money. They spend uh, money to get it. Now they got to spend money, invest in it, and blow it up again. Yeah, but sense. he can make brand right. new music. Music mm -hmm. and, and, make and make a stream. Don't all get it twisted. Again. They'll make that money back. They, if they pay seventy million, that mm -hmm. means it's probably worth a hundred million. You know what I mean? But it's a way to get that, that money up front. Yes, it is. That's, it. that's the way to get that money up front. Because they're not going to sell it what it's worth. That music. Because I'm giving you up all that money up front. It's kind of like when you win a lotto. You win a yeah. lotto. It's a hundred million dollars. You don't get the whole hundred million dollars. Somebody say, okay, I'll give you. They'll give you. 60 of that million mm -hmm. that they're not gonna give you that 400 million I think they're paying for the asset but I don't know if that money will make that it won't make 70 million in this lifetime well maybe over some generations but you're talking <laughs> you're talking about um, like a group like Migos like mm -hmm. you know they're not gonna be recording any more music right now mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's classics that they have and Drake you know he's you know, putting it out there that he might retire, you know, so they have bought yeah. some great catalog. Nobody's, get, nobody's giving up that money without doing the research and homework to make sure that they, that's right. they're they going to project to make that money back. That, that's why I keep asking. I want, I want to know why these companies are actually making these purchases. Because even when you look at the music that's sampled, it's like mm -hmm. Christmas songs, mm -hmm. birthday songs, you know what I mean? Children's songs. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Because, you know, look you have brands like Burger King, McDonald's. All these top mm -hmm. brands are using hip-hop to market. Now they mm -hmm. are. Right. Yeah. So that's big money in commercials. And, and mm -hmm. These things get played in movies. Every time they get played mm -hmm. in movies, there's big checks. Like, you listen to a song like Ludacris is the perfect example. You hear Ludacris music all over, huh. everywhere. But you just don't think about it. Some of these songs, whether it's a piece of a song, piece of a sample. Don't, don't matter. I just, I just don't, yeah, when you look up at the top 10 most sampled songs, there's no hip-hop in there. Mm. Like, when you look at the top 10 most sampled songs mm -hmm. of all time, it's like, like I said, Christmas carols and birthday songs. Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey. Mar oh, definitely Mariah <laughs> yes. Carey. It's Christmas record. She will yeah. be the top. Mm -hmm. Well, let's move it on to Monique. Now, this is very interesting to me. Um, now, she says she has grown out of her open relationship with her husband, Sydney Nix. Now, they've been married since 2000, uh, 2006, and she's been very open about their relationship. Now, in an interview in 2016, she explained that she wasn't ready to stop dating other men. Mm -hmm. So she took that behavior right on into the marriage. And um, since Sydney was her best friend, she explained it to him and he was cool with it. This is what she said. When okay. you have an open relationship, those are the ones that seem to last longer. When you have a closed relationship, those are the ones that seem to shut down quickly. That's now what I will define say. open? What I define as open is there is not one thing I will take with me when I go to the next journey that my husband doesn't know. There's nothing he will take with him when he goes to his next journey that I don't know. That's what we mean by open. Everybody automatically assumed it was all of this wild flowing sex. We just had orgies <laughs> and swinging parties. That's not well, who when we you hear the when, when you hear open relationship. That's what you think, right? That's what you think because you have, you're small minded, so your mind can't take you anywhere else but straight to that. Now, by her definition, an open relationship isn't about sex. It just sounds like an open line of communication. Well. Well, not necessarily, because this is what she said. I mm -hmm. mean, she she's opening it up. It includes other things, but mm -hmm. she was in a relationship with someone she did not want to let go, and it was a sexual relationship. She said Sydney had one thing he had to teach me, and that was this word right here is killing me. What's this? Reciprocation. Reciprocation. Reciprocity. Let me see. Portia. It's a bit. It's it's reciprocity. Reciprocity. No, uh, uh, no. Nope, nope. Look at right this. Come it. look at it. Come look at it. Goodness gracious. What did it do? Right now? 
Reprocity. That's not right. We're going to let that go. But basically, if you can do it, I can do it. All right. But we're going to keep on with the quote. Now she took a shot at the word. All right. Now he said, if you can have that, it's only fair that I can have it too. I want to continue. He, she said she wanted to continue seeing the gentleman she was seeing. And I felt comfortable telling my husband, Hicks. I'm grateful he taught me that he, she had to play fair. But see, now she's saying that it's changed. She's now has a whole another outlook on their relationship. She said, life began to happen. I began to see a strength I have never seen before. He loved me at my worst. I didn't want to sacrifice that for a lay. So I grew out of that. I'm so, still so confused, Portia. Is this about <laughs> sex or about open lines of communication? Which one is it? It sounds it, it sounds like there was also an emotional relationship that was going on with the ex, mm -hmm. including sex. I, what it is is at, we put value on the sex part because when we think of an open relationship, first thing we think of is sex. you're not about to have sex with nobody else. Yeah, you mm -hmm. don't think of cheating of you know you have an emotional tie with someone else. Mm -hmm. What she's saying is it was it was all wrapped up into one. But now she values every part of her husband and she don't want to share none of it. She don't want to share her heart with True. nobody else. Because he been her for her. And it feels like she is, you know, just betraying him at this point. Sex is not a big deal to Monique. Hasn't been a big deal to her or her husband. But mm -hmm. I wonder how that works. Because they went into this relationship knowing it's an open relationship. Mm -hmm. So he might, whatever is open on his side. How we and know it, sex not a big deal to them, though? She the one asked. You know well, I don't, I'm not saying it's not a big deal. It's not... It's not where she's putting her focus. Oh, gotcha, Like, gotcha. it wasn't a big deal. So, say, you know, having a lay with another man was just a stimulation to her, what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. It was really about her sharing herself. But and spiritually, it sounds like she wants to give it but all how to does that work? Husband. Now, let's say he still wants an open relationship, but she doesn't want it. So, now he, he got to move on and, that's and come Pan back? That's Pandora's box. Because, see, she was the one who introduced the open relationship. He right. then agreed. He right. agreed. And now, he whatever he got on the side, whatever he doing. Now, well, can you, we now just, we want to stop. You know can we, we just agree that when she say no, he got to agree with that? It is what it is. Is that fair to him? It's not fair, but he done had all these years of doing what he want. Be grateful for that. I might not be ready to close. I might want to stay open. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you this. I think we need to open up the phones next hour because I'll be wondering do open relationships really work for people. Okay, I would like to know that too. I don't know. I'm I, curious. Yeah, I don't know anybody personally who's in one, so I would like to know if these things not really either. work for people. Okay. No, we only found out really about it, her and Jada and Will. What? <laughs> what, Portia? Jada and Will Smith. They got over relationship? Well, I kind of thought that's what it was out there. <laughs> that's what the entanglement was? I, oh, y'all won't lead them people alone, boy. Ooh, ah, I'm just giving examples. <laughs> y'all will not lead I them. I sound like a little money. Ooh, ah. Well, let's open up the full lines, and we'll talk about it. 800-585-1051. Portia, thank you for those rumors. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man, four after the hour. There is an injustice happening in Clearwater, Florida. We might have to get Tamika Mallory and Portia to go okay. down there, because there's uh -oh. a real injustice happening. We'll discuss it four after the hour. Mm. All right. We'll get to that next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. 
A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Listen, Duval. Donkey of the day for Thursday, March 9th, goes to police officers in Clearwater, Florida. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception. In fact, today's donkey requires our immediate attention because it's just a reminder of why we should all be more concerned about where this planet is going. Okay, there was an injustice in Clearwater, Florida that needs our attention, ladies and gentlemen. Portia, uh, you and my good sister Tamika Mallory need to round up the troops and head to Clearwater because there is a young 29-year-old woman named Tierra Miller who needs someone advocating on her behalf because what the police did to this young lady is one of the greatest injustices I've ever seen. Okay, see, Tierra is a stripper. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me, uh, okay. an, an exotic dancer, mm-hmm. right? a burlesque queen, a bump and grinder, a peeler of panties and other items of clothing, a pole crawler, drop on the clues bombs for all the scrippers out there. <laughs> okay. Never heard some of them descriptions, but okay. <laughs> well, her, your service is appreciated. Okay, Tierra, and all the scrippers out there, your service is appreciated. And this woman, Tierra, put in work at Baby Doll Script Club in Clearwater, and she was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor domestic battery charge. Now, I know you want to know, why is your Uncle Charlotte making such a fuss about a misdemeanor domestic battery charge? Because it's the principle of what happened to this young woman. Mm. Now, everybody in this room has love for scrippers, correct? When you say love for sure, what does that mean? Like, what I mean, does that dang. mean? I know, right? Don't have a good time in the club? Too far. Wow. I said have love for. We have love for strippers, right? Okay, that's we like a, strippers, strong, right? That's a strong one. Wow. Yeah. Can we have a different word? Yeah, we different like word. strippers? Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. We haven't enjoyed yeah, there you yet. Go. Enjoy yeah. strippers. Yeah, there we go. Well, what do we do to strippers, Portia? When we in a strip club mm-hmm. or we have commissioned their services for private parties, what is the one thing we do to strippers? We got the tip. We got the tip. We got the tip. There you go. Throw dollars at them. Make it rain. That's what we do. Exactly. It is the only way, okay? Throwing monies at strippers go together like trees to branches, cliffs to avalanches, okay? Strippers are the lumberjack. Throwing money at them is the hat to match. But have you ever stopped to think, <laughs> well, what would happen if a stripper threw the money back at us. Mm. How would that make us feel? Oh, that's sh- happened to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anytime a fine woman is in the club mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the money's being thrown around and then you turn around and start dancing, they'll throw money at you too. Mm. It's just like a fun thing because you know a strip club is like a party. Yeah. It's not just based on the strippers. It's uh, Everybody having Everybody's a good time. Having a good time. Yeah. That, that's what I would think. Well, mm-hmm. apparently in Florida, it leads to someone getting a misdemeanor domestic battery charge because see, what had happened was Tierra Miller and her accuser, mm-hmm. a 34-year-old man who, according to the New York Post, she had previously dated for six months, were both working at the Baby Doll Strip Club, and they must have been on the early shift because it was 11.55 a.m., perfect time for us young OGs, okay? I'm not going to oh, be in the wow. strip club when the jitterbug's in there, okay? I don't do the late hours. I got to be in the strip club at non-yawning hours. 11.55 a.m. is a great time. But they was in the club a week after they broke up, and the man attempted to walk across the stage to speak to another co-worker. I guess Tierra wasn't feeling that because she allegedly hurled a large wad of cash at him and hit him in the back of the head, and she got arrested for that. What's what? wrong with what? <laughs> who right. even called the police for that? He's the accuser, so I'm, I'm guessing him. The police. Oh, okay. wow. You mean to tell me this woman has been getting dollars tossed on her for a living for who knows how long, and the one time she mm. returns the favor, she gets arrested? Man, so weak. I can see why y'all broke up. Oh. Okay. My brother, how do you expect to get into heaven pressing charges against strippers for throwing money at you? And furthermore, Clearwater Police, why are you wasting taxpayers' dollars making these kinds of arrests? Y'all must have saw this woman and started feeling freaky and just wanted to put her in handcuffs to fulfill your kinks because...
because there is no way <laughs> that this woman should be arrested for this. Now, I have a copy of the police report. Oh, this is serious. Yes, this is a copy of the police report. I'm going to read it verbatim, okay? It says, on mm-hmm. the above date and time, the victim and the defendant were working together at the occurred when the victim attempted to walk across the stage to speak to another co-worker. The defendant took a wad of money and purposely threw it at the victim's head, hitting him in the back of the head. The defendant and the victim have been dating for six months and separated seven days ago. Skip that to Portia. Let her see that. Pass that to her. Let me see this. Okay. Somebody got to tell me what this woman did wrong because I don't see it. All right. If it was a brick of money, though, not just singles. That big brick hit you in the head. That that, I I think that would hurt. That big brick. How much is in a brick? You talking about ten stacks? Yes, like ten stacks. Ten stacks. That's a lot of money. I mean, come on. Or even a thousand. That gentle has his is his head really. You can't take a hit on the head. That's right. From a stripper? That's right. And the man was on the stage in the script club. He walked across the stage and he got a water money thrown at him. Last time I checked, that's how it works. She might have had an right. arm like Mariana Rivera. And I, threw I that, don't that, care. Yeah. That thing and hit him I in the head. Care. You, hit, you hit that stage in a script club. If you're working with something, then the, then the ones get to flying. Okay, I don't see anything violent here. And this is what I hate about mm-hmm. society and social structures. It's okay to throw money at strippers, all right, when they on stage. But when the roles are reversed, it's a problem. There you go. This is why men fear putting women in positions of power. And this is why white supremacists fight so hard to stay in power because they believe that if the roles are reversed, the people you have marginalized and oppressed are going to treat you the way you've historically treated them. This is when we're not in our head and then we like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Please let Remy Ma give the police in Clearwater, Florida the biggest hee-haw. This is ridiculous. This is a waste of people's time. I feel bad for him. You feel bad for him? Yes, he went to the strip club to spend some money and he gets thrown with a brick. He he actually works there. there. That's that's her ex-boyfriend. That's right. He got on that stage. And you're not about to to cheat on a stripper with another stripper. They They broke up. It don't matter. It don't matter. Let me ask you a question. Before you were married, would you ever date a guy that went to the strip club and picked dollars up off of the floor? No. Would you respect that guy? No, I would not. Look across the room. Justice for Tierra Miller. Wait okay? a minute. Portia organized the million stripper march, and injustice to one stripper <laughs> is a threat to strippers everywhere. You Portia. gotta call Amber Rose for that. All right. <laughs> We're on a whole nother mission. <laughs> Call her. She got that handle. <laughs> there's, there's lanes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. And I was serious. He really was at the strip club picking up singles, but Why that's you, another story for another day. Yeah, we need to. I was recycling, like man. He was recycling. I picked him up and threw him right back. That's uh, all. See that? See that right there? You don't love strippers. <laughs> you said you love strippers. You really don't. a long time ago, Portia. Okay. <laughs> Before you made it. Huh? Before you made it. Before I made it. There you go. He was on <laughs> the come up. Excuse. There you go. See, there you go. No, Elon. He just there took that go. out real no, quick. No, it's true. It was a long time ago. All right. Mm. When we come back, we're talking open relationships. Now, this conversation comes from Monique. And we're just trying to figure out, uh, are you in an open relationship? How is it working for you? Does it work right? Does it work well? Call us up right now. 800-585-1051. If you're in an open relationship, call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. 
We have Portia Williams here and we're talking open relationships, all right? Now this conversation comes from Monique. Now Monique says she's done with open relationships, she don't want to have it no more. So we're asking, does this work? Have you ever been in an open relationship? Never. Never? Mm-mm. It's, it's done work for me. No? No. I ain't got to ask you, Charlamagne, I know. No, I've never been in an open relationship. Yeah. I don't even know anybody who's ever been in one. I'm interested, though, because, you know, um, it, it, it seems to be working for some people, but I wonder, is it really? All right, well. Oh, you know what? I do remember somebody telling me they were in an open relationship. Cool. Did they say it on the show? I don't think they said it on the show, so I can't name them. But she said it didn't work out. They was on the show. They was on the show. Mm-hmm. And they told me that they had, she told me they had mm-hmm. been in an open relationship. Now, two men, or was she dating and he dating? She wanted, she was with women. Okay. She was with women and she wanted to continue to be with women. And so they ended up making an agreement to continue to do that. And it didn't work out because, you know, I think she started to get emotionally tied with mm-hmm. the other woman and he couldn't take it. He didn't like it. He thought it was just going to be sex. And so they had to stop. There's no such thing as just having sex. I think most, I wonder if most, I would think most men would be cool with that. Like my wife got a girlfriend. You know what I mean? No. Not when it's not when no. she fall in love with her. No. Not when you like, okay, wait a minute. You really like this person. That girl can make do stuff with her tongue that you can't do. Well, let her teach you. No. No, she can't teach you. Mm-mm. Now, listen. You can't learn what a woman can do for a woman. Mm-hmm. Most African men like to be with more than one woman. Uh-oh. Uh, hold on now. No, they like believing polygamy. I'm Uh-oh. just saying. Now, it's a reli- it's a, hold on now. It's a religion thing. Okay. And my husband is Christian. So, oh, you know, depending mm-hmm. on what their religion is, that may be what they follow. You gotcha. know? But no, not not necessarily. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? Jelani. Hey, Jelani. Now, tell us about your situation. Yours is very interesting. Yeah, I talked to y'all actually a couple years ago, um, but I'm Polly. I've been in an open relationship officially for about eight years with my husband, but we have been living together for the past eight months with my other partner, who I've been having an in vitro fertilization process with to have another baby. Oh, Is it a man? I'm about to ask the same thing. Yeah, it has it's, to be a man if he's doing in vitro. Two, two black married men. Yes, two men. Mm-hmm. So you have two men living in your house now? Yeah, we all live together, but we live, we have our own bedroom, so, you know, it's separate spaces so at home, so yeah, we all live together. So how do you decide which man you sleep with each night? Um, I, I sleep by myself. Do they Somebody run? get a camera over there at her house. Do they run on you? No, it's not called a thing. It's definitely not called a thing, but no, not at all. We've never even uh, done anything together in that way. Dang, she sound like the goat. I choose to sleep with whoever I choose to sleep with. Even if it's outside the house, it's all ethical. I'm honest about why, it, but I'm not there. Why y'all need right a vitro now. then? That's going on. Because the first, can the first... Because my my tools are tied because I'm poly. But uh, I met this person right after my tools are tied. So for the past three years, we've been together. But now I want to have a child with him. He doesn't have a child. Oh, so that's wow. why you want to have a child with him. And what about the first husband? Did y'all talk about having a child together? We have two beautiful children. Okay, so you wow. want to have one for the for the new husband. Why wow. do y'all explain to y'all children? Y'all got two daddies. Y'all are two daddies. Yeah, they, they kind of would. Yeah, and a whole bunch of love. Wow. Some kids ain't got no daddy, so at least they got two daddies. <laughs> so what you, what you going to yes, do when you come very home? Very abundant. What you going to do when you come home one day and you're going to find both of those men in bed? Around. What you gonna do when you come no, home one day? What you gonna do when you come home one day and find both of the men in bed? Here go, why, in bed why, his why, 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 why,
Why you go there? Well, that's I mean, his fantasy. Here go envy with his fantasy. I'm not mad at her. You tell you gotta take it there. But see, I'm not mad at it. Cause see, most men, when you think of like an open relationship, right. this woman is the GOAT. All right, because she has actually managed to have two men. So she got her first husband to agree for her to have another man. Most of the time, men say, yeah, we can have an open relationship. But, but it got to be a, a female. Woman. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's where I have the problem. Yes, with it. and my husband, my husband dates outside of me. My partner, he dates here and there. Um, so they, they have the capacity and the ability to date whomever they want to, but... I'm I'm good. I'm good. They don't have to go outside of me as you know as much, and they choose not to. So what about when the new baby comes? Are you gonna want more commitment from the second guy? Like, why can't you just be poly? What's it called? Polyamorous. I don't. I don't lack. I am polyamorous, but I don't lack commitment right now. So what about them? Can they have other women? Yeah. She said yeah. Yeah. That's she what said, I mean. yeah. They just My husband is in a relationship outside of me right now. But what if she get pregnant? Now we got babies everywhere. Well, How we gonna pay for? I ain't gonna he, lie. He's had a he's had a vasectomy. We're smart about this. We've been doing it for a long time. I got a headache just so, listening uh, to you, boo. She said they smart about it though. Well, thank you, Mama Ray uh, uh, Jelani. Yeah, you're welcome. That is wow. I just got a headache. That's it, wow. This just gives me a headache. If she would have if she would have stopped that. This is I got my first husband, right? Yeah. I brought my second husband, and we three are in a relationship. That's it. We have a commitment. That's I can't understand it, but okay, I got it. But when you say you got three men, two men in the house, and everybody still sleeping with everybody outside of the house, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot that's of crazy. soul ties going on. I don't, I don't even know how she deal with that. Jesus, Brittany. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good. You were in an open relationship. I was. What happened? Um, so basically, he and I were dating, but I didn't really care about like his occupation and everything that he was doing that just didn't really fit what I was looking for. So I wound up finding my current boyfriend while I was in a relationship with him and I left him for that relationship. Damn. Did he know about it? Did he know that you were still dating? Yeah, he knew. I told him when I met my current boyfriend. See, that's and that's the problem. See, you, you date one guy, you find somebody that's better, and now this guy's cool with you dating, and then you leave him. But I don't really know if that's considered an open relationship because open relationship, in my mind, what I thought the definition was, we're committed, mm -hmm. but we sleep with other people, but we are still always going to come back home. Well, that's what she did, but she didn't come sounds back like home. Sounds like she was dating, and sounds like he was dating. I want to talk to And then they found who they were. He was dating, too, but we just, I wound up finding somebody who made more sense for me and what I was looking for, and it no longer made sense. To be in that open relationship and continue on. See, this was this is everybody's fair. This ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? I opened the door a little bit. We supposed to be doing this together. That's what I'm saying. You go and leave me and move on. Right. You know what I'm saying? That ain't right. That's called monkey barring. That's holding on to one bar. That's one relationship and hanging on to another one and then letting that one go. That's what's called monkey bar. Exactly. You learned that in therapy. Relationship expert now. I mean, he got a whole physical movement for it. So this is like looking stupid, like a little beige monkey. We're talking open relationships. Are you in one? Has it worked for you? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Get your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800 585 1051. Morning, everybody.
everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Portia Williams, our co-guest host this morning. Mm-hmm. And we're talking open relationships. Now, this comes from Monique, who says she's done. She doesn't want an open relationship anymore. So we're just asking, are you in one? How is it working for you? Hello, who's this? Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, I am anonymous. Okay, anonymous. We got your name, though. Yeah, we definitely okay. got your name, but we, we're not going to say it. <laughs> Kimberly. <laughs> Thank you. I was in an open relationship two and a half years. Uh-huh. And um, our, our agreement was essentially, if we're going to sleep with anybody else, we're going to let each other know ahead of time. Now, I never slept with anyone outside my relationship, not because I... I don't, not because he wouldn't let me, I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. On three different occasions in these two and a half years, I found out a month after the fact that he had gone to sex parties and essentially had four names. Oh, damn. So when I mentally decided I was done with this relationship, I met another man and who I actually wanted to be with. And a month after me and him began a relationship, I told this other guy, hey, uh, I know we're in an open relationship. I've met someone else and this relationship is over. And he was begging to be with me and all this. And I was like, well, you wanted to be in an open relationship. And now the open relationship was a nail in our coffin. Lord, have mercy. Now that's a real open relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mama. That sounds like the exactly. movies I used to watch. What's the movie? Them Twa movies? Twa. Per- yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't end well. Pandora's I, I, box. I, I ain't seen nobody have an open relationship and it ends well yet. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jaden. Good morning. Today is my birthday and rest in peace, Biggie. Hey, happy birthday, happy birthday man. It's Bow Wow's birthday, too, Thank and Chingy, you. too. Hey, happy birthday. All right. What's your, what's your story, brother? So, I was in an open relationship, um, and my parents are in an open relationship, and my sister's in an open relationship. And let me tell you. Stay at. Where y'all live at? Um, Utah. I think being in an open relationship is an opportunity to flex your communication skills and really learn about yourself. Um, But ultimately, whoever your, your main partner is, your main squeeze, you really need to dedicate all of your energy towards them as well as finding out about yourself. So, in a way, it's, it's a way to get stronger, in my opinion. Mm. So, How old are you? Uh, I'm 24 today. Oh, so his parents are like our age. So, yeah. so your parents, your parents, your mom had dudes in the house? I mean, they, they do now. Not when I was a kid. This is more of a, a recent thing. How do you look at the other dudes that's um tapping your mom's cheeks? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, I, I personally... The way the way I grew up, I don't I don't really see it like that. I, you know, they're adults. I'm an adult now, so like, whatever whatever's happening on their side is really none of my business. You know, that's true. So, did you start having your open relationship because you knew your parents were doing it? So it's like a normal thing for y'all. Because now this is gonna probably Actually, be generation. Huh? I started with the open relationship. And they followed you. Oh. They followed me. Yeah. I thought you said it was happening was in your like, house that's already, lit, son. He means now. Now. No, I'm sorry, I miscommunicated. Yeah, now. So you, so you date. I guess you have a relationship with a. Uh, I don't want to be assumptuous, assumptuous, uh, man or woman. Right. I, I had a previously. I had a relationship with a man and a woman. Okay. Okay. You just greedy, man. So, but what did, <laughs> what, can you, what did you say to your parents that made them want to open their relationship after all these years? Because I'm assuming they've been married for 24 years because they're still together now. What did you what you well, what you say to make open relationship sound so good? Well, it's my it's my uh, dad and my stepmom. So 
I, you know, I just kind of showed them, you know, what it was that, mm. that made me happy and that made me and my little throuple happy. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and they, I guess they just kind of realized, you know, they needed to flex their, their communication and such with each other because they were struggling. So, so, yeah. so, so your dad likes dad, men too? Yes. It sounds to me like okay. everybody. It sounds to me like everybody's exploring their shadow side, and I think that you know it is hard to communicate your shadow side. But if everybody is you know dealing with their shadow side, what's the shadow side? The shadow side is just like that. That I don't want to say the darkness because dark ain't the right word, but just the, those things in you that you may not speak to anybody else about. Those desires you may have, like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? His dad clearly wanted to be with men. He probably never felt like he could talk about it. Mm -hmm. but he said his not, son do but, it. But yeah, now but, he's he's in it. Exactly. So now that him and his wife can talk about it, it just opens up the communication right. even more. So did, so you right. so you took your dad yeah. out with you and turned the, your dad out so so he was able to see that. Wow. Yeah. He there said, you "Yeah, <laughs> you don't let him tell you to turn your daddy out." He said yeah. he did. He didn't turn his daddy out. His daddy been out. Okay, he just was in. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, going. yeah, it just sounds like everybody in this house is exploring their shadow self. Okay, you know, and and, and to give the technical yeah. term, it's it's when you uh, it's the uncivilized, even primitive side of your nature, and we all have a shadow. What's self. yours? What's your sa shadow side? Um, what the parts of myself that I deem unacceptable? Yeah, that if you could do it, if you could approach your wife and say, "This is what I want to do." Oh I'm no, me and my it. wife talk about these type of things. So, what's your shadow side? I'm not sharing that with the the world. Why? We're See, all sharing. I this is a breakfast club. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> nah, some things I think I you think should keep the, to yourself. With having like a shadow side or something. Mm -hmm. Your shadow. You to, your shadow self. You have to realize that that's part of you. Yes. You what? So you yes. have to you have to accept that. You have to accept yourself because if you don't, you're denying yourself, even the bad part. That is very true. Right. Uh, in I order to learn find more about Thank your you, shadow sir. side. I want to learn my shadow side. Yes. I'm interested. And, and the way to find it is you, you pay attention to your dreams and nightmares. You mm -hmm. use shadow work uh, prompts in a journal to understand your core beliefs, thoughts, and feelings. You talk to your therapist okay. or counselor about the things that bother you mm -hmm. and you look for patterns of behavior that you don't that you don't like in yourself. So when do we get to indulge in our shadow self? Like when do I get to do these things I'm going to find out I, I don't even do. know if it's a thing you indulge in. It's just a thing that you might want to communicate because those are the things that make you feel bad, right? Right. But that don't necessarily mean you're a bad person just because you think about these things. So who are the people in your life that you could talk to about your shadow self and they don't judge you? Okay. You know, probably your sister. Okay. You know? Maybe I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, who I don't know what like, my shadow is. Is it connected to sex? Is it like, oh, I think about murdering only, people? Or yeah, like, that, it might be all of that. Oh, yeah. I think the world knows your shadow self. What's my shadow self? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> What's my shadow self? Mm-hmm. We got rumors on the way, Paul. Well, what's self. your shadow self? I really don't have a shadow. No, you self. do. You admitted that you just don't want to tell. We us. can open up the phone cool. lines right now. Ask your your shadow self. I'm sure the world tell us. I really don't. I've explored it. I don't have a shadow. I feel like I listen. I feel like your listeners know you well enough that they can probably tell you what your shadow self is. I would like to know. Yeah. I would like eight hundred five eight five one eight five one. You but, think you know uh, But only a psychologist Could tell you that You think you, sh you know no, Charlemagne's no, no. shadow side Something that he really Wants to do But <laughs> is scared to let it out Yes You think you know that Let's help him reveal His true <laughs> self <laughs> We got rumors on Did the way Did we get a moral of the story From this open oh, relationship right what, What's the moral Nobody up here is The anyone. moral of the story Is it don't sound fun I thought y'all Was gonna make it sound fun No don't sound It don't fun. sound like Nothing no. I wanna try no. I'd rather just we're going to stay inside. We're going to stay in our Brother closed what? marriages. That's Brother, what we stay married. Do. That's, that's right. I'd rather definitely you to say. stay married. That's what you meant Absolutely. to Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, we got rumors on the way? We do. We have some rumors coming up, and they are really good, so make sure y'all stay tuned. You're supposed to say Tyrese.
Oh, Tyrese. That's what I'm saying. It ain't in front of me now. <laughs> <laughs> Made it up. We're talking Tyrese when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatting uh, gossiping. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. On The Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. That's right. I know everybody's business. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start out with correcting a little something I talked about yesterday, which is uh, BAPS. Remember, we had that big debate whether it's a classic or not. Yep. Online said it's a classic. They agree with me. But Cardi B is saying that it was a rumor. She has no idea where it came from. She went on Twitter and she said, I don't even know where the rumor even came about. Maybe because we look so cute in the WAP video. Kiss, kiss. So... I guess it's not in the works. It's not actually going to happen. But, you know, I'm still room for it because I think that would be super cute okay. for her to do. Where did that come from? I don't know. Oh. She said she has no idea where it came <laughs> like from. Like everything else on the internet from no damn place. Hopeful okay. wishes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now, next up, this is really good. So, Rough Riders are going to be honoring DMX in a ride out event right here in New York City. The Rough Riders announced that they'll be hosting a ride out on April 9th. Okay, I was about to say, it's not today. Okay, there we go. Mm-mm. April 9th, which will commemorate two years since DMX's untimely passing. Damn. Yeah, now they detail that it'll be a day of fun, food, drinks, just a good time, music, all of that. They're going to be releasing more information about it coming up soon. So if you are a DMX fan, stay tuned because that will be a great day to celebrate his life, his that's legacy, dope. all of that. I'm Rest sure in peace to X. I'm sure they're starting Yonkers somewhere, but that's dope. Or finishing Yonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, next up now, Therese opens up, Tyrese opens up about his bad reaction to depression medication. Now, I didn't actually know he was on depression medication. I think that that's a great thing if you have mental health issues for it to be identified and for you to get help. Now, Tyrese, right? Now, Tyrese recently did an interview with Sway where he opened up about his mental health. And during the conversation, he did mention that he was on medication. Um, it's called Rick Salty. Now, he was apparently on Rick Salty for depression after losing his custody battle with his daughter, which we all knew about. Mm-hmm. I think it happened in like 2017. He was posting online and crying. and That was a, what do you want from me? Yeah. That's where that came from, right? Yeah. He what was, more do you want from me? Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> all right. So Tyrese, Tyrese. <laughs> wasn't that bad. It really was, it though. Was, though. Oh, it was, though. It was, it was. So, but he got the help we needed but check this clip out when he talks about it you put some shit like rick salty in my system uh-huh. it's gonna have the worst adverse effects ever so i'm online talking about will smith giving me five million i never talked to will smith and i still haven't recovered from the damage that i did to him and his family they didn't yeah. deserve them phone calls uh-huh. 
I still haven't recovered from announcing that Samantha was pregnant when she wasn't at the time. Everything that was mm -hmm. happening, I was out of my mind. But then I go back and I look at all those posts and it's crazy how often I was quoting Bible scriptures. I was, I was operating vehicles on psych meds. So that saying, Jesus take the will, he did. God covered me even when I was out of my mind. So what he's talking about, I don't know if y'all remember this, but he like put online and put out there that he had asked Will Smith for $5 million for remember, legal fees, right? Yep. But the thing was, is that he never even talked to Will at all. He just kept calling him trying to make this happen, but it never happened. But now we're finding out it's because of these depression pills that mm. have him doing things he would never really do or saying things that aren't even true. That's what he was going through. So Will Smith curved him. Didn't answer the phone. At all. Because mm. he probably saw the thing online and he still was calling for the $5 yeah. million. Dollars. He did that to us too when he was all in the group chat. He would send us crazy texts. All the time. And one day I got crazy with him. I, I told him to SMD because he was talking crazy. But he, 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 he said he, don't, he, didn't, he doesn't even remember sending, sending any of those texts. Wow, yeah. these drugs guys, ha these drugs have some serious, serious side effects. Now he also went on to say that he does not drink alcohol. Um, he never ever did drugs, none of that. When I walk in the room, homies want to be like me, no, and women want to be with me. Do you think after being on no. Psych Meds nah. and having a video <laughs> out for three, four months and not even knowing it was out there, I did not know the video was out there. Wow. I was gone. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I've never been high in my life. When I can't sleep, I take an Ambien to go to sleep, <laughs> and I'll take a five-hour right. energy drink to stay up sometime when I ain't got no energy. I've never popped a Molly X Percocet, I've never drank red or white wine or Heineken, nothing, ever in my life. Why don't I drink? Oh, that's cool. It's not cool. I don't drink because everything about drugs and alcohol my life up mm. throughout my childhood. Everything was out of control. What's this face? I don't, I don't know how much truth Tyrese is telling y'all because he he lies so much. But the part about being on the psych meds, I've heard him say that before. But I've also... Never mind. you never seen him... What about drinking and... What about drinking? Because Envy was making a Go ahead, Envy. You tell him. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. I got it. Mean, when Tyrese come up here... I'll give you some When Tyrese come up here, we'll talk about it. I learned it. last time we had this conversation, I said cap, and you said nothing. So I'm just going to say nothing. <laughs> I'm when Tyrese come up here next I ain't gonna yell cap. I'm just gonna say nothing. So just, it's his turn. He just left a long comment on my Instagram saying he, something, but no. I, listen, how he started it out though. He said Envy's beard is getting darker, and Charlemagne keeps getting brighter. LOL. <laughs> he went on to say, "I have the first ever three part no, interview." Not. So no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Let me no, tell you not. something. Mm -hmm. Tyrese wasted my time a few years ago. <laughs> And had me come down to Atlanta to do a one-on-one -on -one interview mm -hmm. that took some hours talking mm -hmm. about the whole mental breakdown he okay. had. I never seen it. You never saw Brian Barber shot the interview. Tyrese decided not to put it out because things didn't go the way he wanted them to in the interview. But there was one part of the interview we filmed in the kitchen mm -hmm. <laughs> with Charlie Mack. And he told us about one of those calls he made to Jada while on psych meds. Mm -hmm. Still one of the funniest stories I've ever heard in my life. Can y'all air it now? I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't have they the footage. Brian Barber got the footage. Damn. But according to Tyrese, he called Jada Pinkett Smith and said, "I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy. Next is getting." You lie. That's what he said. You lie. He said he called Jada and started rapping Tupac L. <laughs> Mary. What? That's what he said. Jesus. Oh. I wonder how 
his ex-wife feels. We gotta lift him up in prayer. She was in the interview too. Now this, and I wonder how she feels. She was in the interview that we didn't bring it up. This new album was supposed to be about her. You know, they have a child together. It just seems like she was in the interview that we never put out. Really? Yes, she did. But he said he wants to come back. So let him come back with her. He they said he wants to get you a three-part interview. They don't, Take I, it. They don't, they don't talk to each other anymore. I will not do a three-part interview Samantha with Tyrese. So that's a no. Tyrese can you please go on your Instagram and say no so he can respond so I can read it? <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese will never waste my time it. like that ever again. <laughs> I'm in this. I'm invested. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, of course, we got the People's Choice mix, and it's all about B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G. Let me know your favorite big joint. We'll get it on for you. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam Fury of the Gods only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Of course, we have Portia Williams. Hello. Now... From Real Housewives of Atlanta. So there is, before you know, today's your last day. Mm-hmm. For now. For now. For yeah. now. For, for this week. Heavy yeah. on the for now. For now, absolutely. <laughs> now, we loved you here. We had a, we had a great time, and, and the people loved you absolutely positively. So, hmm. you would only think about going back to Housewives of Atlanta if it was the original cast. Uh, okay, no. Okay. Because I wasn't actually on the original cast. Okay, okay. Um, I would like to make my own cast. Okay, so if you could make your cast, who would you put on there? Um, okay, so this is this would be really rough. Um, because I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. I I definitely would like Phaedra. Phaedra? Yeah. Phaedra get a peach. I feel like I don't know if that's gonna happen. She's on Married to Medicine, but mm-hmm. you know, Candy is a staple. Candy. She's now Candy she's an original. Candy. Yep. Um, I really wish Nene could work it out. You know, I know there's a whole lot going on, but yep. Nene. Nene legendary right Absolutely. there. Um, Kenya, 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 because that's, Kenya, that's cool. Because you want to get back. Because you, you want to get your rock. lick back. <laughs> that lick is waiting on her. <laughs> 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 I love me some Kenya. No, but like you got, if you have, if you let go of certain people, the newer people, you got to keep it Kenya because Kenya, mm-hmm. Nene, that's that's where the magic was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I drew for sure. He's got to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see who else. And then I would bring in some fle- fresh blood. I some think we blood. need a true. Sh- I think they need a shakeup. So okay. I feel like bringing in some younger people. Like I like Latoya that year she was on. It was a younger girl who mm-hmm. came on. I don't know um, Latoya. Latoya who? She was a younger girl. She came on and like um, it was just she was a friend of the show. She okay. only lasted like one season. She came on the same year Drew came on, right? Yes, yeah, same yeah, year Drew, and they had like a little battle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like fresh blood and bring back some of the older people. It, Kim, but I know Kim want to be in the house with her kids and her husband, mm-hmm. so I don't know how that's gonna work out. Tardy for the party, Kim. Yeah, tardy for the party, okay. Kim. She was always good, but that's kind of like the core. Okay. But then I would say. Build around that with some new fresh blood. That would be a rating People got real storyline stuff going on. Kim, I mean, it would be great because Kim was, was having a problem with the crib. They were allegedly going to take the crib, but now they're not foreclosing on the crib. And allegedly, Nene yeah. doing all the stuff with her restaurant and stuff. And she has her new, a new love in her life. Love in her yes, life. I, I ran into him in Atlanta. I think a week ago. He said he wants to design suits for me and you. Yeah, that's my guy. Oh, yeah. he makes some dope suits yeah, too. Yeah, 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 he made a couple for my. And husband. I ran into Nene's son, and he came up to me and said he's not gay. Word. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had to let you know. Yeah, he let, yeah, let us know. <laughs> I said, bro, because Envy was probably flirting with him. No, that that's wasn't. 
I told him I remember I said he missed the basket. He was like, I'm not gay. Uh, so that's like Real Housewives of Atlanta All-Stars, really. It really that's what is. That would be. Yeah. And I think that's what it needs. If you have like a couple seasons where people maybe lose interest a little bit, for whatever reason, you have to go back to the basics. Gotcha. Gotta go back to what worked. Like right. we need some reads. They need fun again. Right. Yeah. Like all of that. You know, enough for the darkness. What Let's about Whitfield? You didn't you don't really like Sheree? Yeah, Sheree Whitfield. Um, yeah, you know, I I like Sheree. I think Sheree is good for the show. Um, I just yeah. Were you were you surprised her, when though. she came back? She, um, she, she said I didn't name her though. Don't be putting <laughs> names in my mouth. Amy. I told you what it was. All no, right? no, no. I like Sheree. I think I think Sheree is great as a housewife. I also think Sheree is great as a friend of the show too. Gotcha. I like her and Kim together. Gotcha. I gotcha, think gotcha. they are a good combo. I haven't really been on the show with Sheree on there by herself. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. Portia Williams is here, our co-host. Today is her last day for a little bit. That's right. Tell them where to get your sheets, Portia. The sheets. Yes, the curl, sheets. The curling iron. Yes, I got so I got my Pampered by Portia sheets. Correct. Pampered by Portia. Uh, PamperedByPortia.com Karen got me I said it wrong mm-hmm. um, and then my hair company is GoNakedHair.com mm-hmm. so check that out anything well. else you slinging out there you selling out there because you be you you I, on it I'm slinging talent baby I'm, I'm out there I'm, I got acting gigs <laughs> coming go. up yeah I got some projects coming up some mm-hmm. I'm producing as well um, and then also Ultimate Girls Trip for Peacock is coming out March 20th I think it's March 23rd. Okay, mm-hmm. no, I think it's March 23rd. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm back working. I took some time off, mm-hmm. but I'm back. Okay. And I'm ready. So, yeah, got all that. All Check right. it out. Word. Now, Charlamagne, you got something popping off in Atlanta? Yeah, man. Uh, April 22nd, uh, the Black Effect Podcast Festival is happening at Pullman Yards, man. Go to Eventbrite to get your tickets. We got some of your favorite podcasts out there. The 85 South Show, Reasonably Shady, Horrible Decisions, um, the Big Facts Podcast, and a host of others, man. We're going to have food. We're going to have music. It's hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. Portia says she's going to be there. I sure am. You know, so uh, make sure you go to Eventbrite and get your tickets and go to blackeffect.com for more information, okay? Can I, can I give one more shout-out? Yeah. Of course, Portia. So my little sister, we mm-hmm. used to have a podcast together with my mom, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram is at Will. She has a new podcast that mm-hmm. is out. Um, go to her Instagram to get the name and all the information where to watch it, but just support my little sister. She's really doing her thing representing mothers mm-hmm. and yoga and being centered Yo. and who you are just check her out salute okay. to Lauren yeah. alright well you What's got a positive note oh, oh shit. y'all got y'all white sheets today come we on do. now we gonna we keep do. y'all pampered, pampered. By Portia. <laughs> yes the positive note is simply this man uh, it's okay to restart and recreate don't spend time beating yourself up over something that went wrong cause there's always another chance amen breakfast club bitches y'all finished or y'all done without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.